0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity. Curiosity. Before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep. And life is a giant video game. My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. Let's go. Peace, divine beings. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich, a platform where we would challenge your perspective and assist in expanding your consciousness. As always, reality is a direct reflection of you, so be mindful of your inner talk. To my new listeners, welcome to the show. I'm so pleased to have you here. And if you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss out on these weekly gems. Now, if you can, please subscribe leave reviews and ratings. Um, It helps my platform expand so that we can really help um, souls along their journey. Now, on this episode, guys, I am so freaking pleased and honored to have this guest on. I'm joined by a lovely divine teacher. He is the author of The Beginner's Guide to Inner Work and also The Beginner's Guide to Shadow Work, both free guides. He's also co-owner of the SpiritualTwitter.com, where you can access his podcast, shop, um, and guides. Now, His purpose is love, and man has he embodied that and more. It is my honor to have this lovely soul on today's episode. Inner Practitioner, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thank you so much, Richard, for having me on here. I love the way how this thing happened. I heard the podcast between you and Pyramid Realm, and then I really like your energy and how calm you are. And then I had a thought, it would be cool to be on his show. And I didn't think much of it. And then within two days, I got a DM from you asking me to be on your show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs>
0: the power of manifestation let's go I love it it's Mr. Such honor Manifest. Honor to <laughs> Mr. Manifest Mr. Manifest guys I'm not sure if you know my Twitter handle but my Twitter handle is Mr. Manifest yep. man <laughs> this is so awesome just let us know for those who don't know about you just let us know who you are and what you know, what you got going on
1: well I'm really just an ordinary person who Practice doing inner practice and doing shadow work and observing myself and trying to own my bullshit and all my emotions and then I just tweet about what I learned on there.
0: Uh-huh. That is amazing. So I, I want to ask um, if you, before we even start the episode, I know that you had just um, dropped your um, guide to shadow work. Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Oh, the shadow work. Yeah. That was really interesting because I was getting lots of questions on how to do shadow work. And then sometime in December, I suddenly knew I had to write a guide, a beginner's guide. It wasn't structured and a lot of them I couldn't follow. It was a bit confusing. Mm-hmm. So I decided to write one. And then uh, I, what I did was I just took from what I read, what's important, and mm-hmm. the flow my, for my own practice of what worked for me. So I st- structured the whole thing step by step. Like, for example, you wanted to first to find out what your shadows are, there are different methods for that. And then mm-hmm. once you realize what your shadows are, you may have negative emotions. So there's a section on how to feel your negative emotions to release. Mm-hmm. And then you want to understand it. There's various methods of understanding how the shadows form. Like for example, mm-hmm. why do I always feel worthless? Or I'm not good enough? Those type of things,
0: mm-hmm. no
1: reason for that. And then the next section, would be to integrate your shadow yeah so it's structured in such a way and give every every section has some practical methods you can try hopefully it will make you understand yourself a lot more
0: mm-hmm. oh, yeah. as I've, I've noticed it's so important to do the shadow work i remember um early on in my spiritual journey when i've learned about shadow work i like nah i don't need to do that i'm healed i'm great but <laughs> you don't realize that, it's, God, like it, it's like it's like it's like your ego takes up like now nah, who needs to heal it's not me i'm okay i'm good and it's like <laughs> it, 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 yeah i'm good like i don't need no shadow work like like what is that but then you realize like the people that's reflected in your life who like, like who are mirroring you um and even just like certain habits or tendencies that pop up yeah um, because of whatever happened during your childhood or you know like your teenage years like all those things if if they're not addressed and healed and released, um, especially with your inner child, they're going to, like, uh, manifest into your current reality.
1: Yeah. It repeats over and over unconsciously in the background and affects mm-hmm. in almost every area of your life. huh.
0: Yes. Yes. I know that you, I just saw a tweet. Like, you, you, you dropped so many gems, it's hard to keep up so much. Like <laughs> <you, you>. <laughs> For real. It's like a constant paradigm shift. And it's like, damn, I needed that. I needed that today. Like, it's kind of, like, it's like because I know we're all reflections of each other. But it's yeah, like, we, damn, I really needed this message. And I really, I really appreciate how you break it down so simple that it's like even like anyone can understand it. I know that it was a tweet that you had just posted today. Um, it's just like the importance of healing, so you don't um transmit that energy um to your child. And I know that um if A lot of parents i've noticed even like in my family or others family i've noticed that if you don't do that work for yourself you um sometimes your child can trigger you um and they're triggering you because of some aspect of yourself that you haven't healed so now you're taking that frustration out on the child just because let's say like your parent used to yell at you or deem you unworthy so anytime like your child um, is like glorifying themselves or just being a, like a regular child. You're like, no, um, in this pro- projecting that, that, that you're not worthy that they felt, but now it's on to the child.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly like that. We project what we reject and we're taught to reject by what we'll happens to us when we're a kid on a lot of things. And we don't realize those programming in there. Mm-hmm. It just controls us. And like, for example, if you feel like we're not worthy, we have that deep sense of feeling and mm-hmm. when we get something that we think is more than what we deserve, we'll unconsciously
0: sabotage that.
1: It's so sad.
0: Mm. It is. I want. Why do you think people don't do the work? Why do you think they just keep themselves in that state of, of I guess, um, detached from the divine? Like, why, why do you think that?
1: I think a lot of people don't know how to how and where to do the work, how to even start one mm. situation, that one is that one of the hardest things i found is to face myself. Mm. The hardest thing. The thing is that we don't like to feel the negative emotion. Yeah. We just yeah. want to run away yeah. from it, basically. We, mm-hmm. we suppress it, we minimize it, we judge ourselves for having it, yeah, we don't like it basically.
0: Uh-huh. It's it's scary because I know for the longest I would run from my from my work. Um, because I guess I guess what well, well let me speak from experience. For me, um, you get to a part of your spiritual journey, I guess, where you're operating off of ego, like I'm fine, I'm happy, this is that. And then <laughs> Yeah. When you it's you fall into that trap. Yeah. And then you start feeling these negative emotions, and then you start to think like, No, let me let me think some, some positive thoughts or um, let me um, try to override it with positivity. And what that does, when you, over- when you try to override it with positivity or happiness, it's kind of like you're suppressing it. And so you're not really addressing it. And so it's just going to stay suppressed and bottled up. And eventually it's going gonna, it's gonna to burst. I remember I had a moment and I just I felt, I felt everything got suppressed. Like coming oh out, god. and after I was at work, I was at work one time, and I was like, "Why the hell am I so emotional? Like my day is going good. Like like I'm minding my vibration. I'm in great alignment. And then I just remember just started bawling, crying. So I had to like step to the side. I was like, "Damn! Like all of this, you know, all this suppressed things are just are, are just coming out for me to experience. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, for me, I don't know about other people, but for me, um. When I try to think of positive things to replace my negative feelings, that never worked well for me.
0: Yeah. No, That's, it's, it's, it's like a mask. It's like you trying to cover up what you feel, but I've noticed I, it's okay to feel those emotions. Like for example, today um, I was sad and I didn't judge myself. I didn't, um, you know, no, like yeah, I didn't judge myself. I just allowed myself to sit with it, you? um, and just process it. Um, and I've and it it took the whole day, but um, whatever I'm supposed to feel is something that my being wants to release. So it's important for me to feel it. I've noticed like the more yeah. you allow yourself to feel, um, it's kind of like the quicker your healing process will be versus just trying to you know just brush it under the rug. It just it it makes it longer.
1: Oh my gosh. So beautiful, he said, yeah, if we want to do conscious living, it's conscious feeling from moment to moment. Mm. We don't resist. We surrender to the moment, whatever feelings comes, we go ahead and feel it and release it.
0: Mm. So it's like like alchemy. It's truly like alchemy. It
1: is. There's some tricks to this because uh, as you start to feel your feelings and release it, then you Mm. start to get their messages. And insights, for example, Mm. can you imagine reaching a state where you're feeling your anger, but you don't believe the story becomes your Mm. anger? Mm. You're just purely feeling the anger aspect of it, but your mind's telling your ego is telling you that person did this, that person that he's bad, she's bad. They're responsible.
0: Your point of finger is... Yeah,
1: that story. So what you do is that Uh you consciously know that's a story when your mind's telling you, you reject that and you focus back on feeling anger to release it. Beautiful
0: detachment practice. (laughs) That's crazy. Because it's like our our fellows are, are, are... our emotional guidance system, yeah. and I guess through I don't know if, I don't know if it's through programming or just like how society uh, programs you to, to you know view your emotions um, So I know like for um, in society um, just for like masculinity masculinity um, sometimes it's frowned upon for a male to express their emotions or to cry, and that that's a, a terrible program because all those things. All those things are, are are suppressed. And then they're just angry for no reason at the world when they're not knowing that these are emotions that I'm allowed to feel and to understand and release so that my energy feels much lighter and I'm just, I'm a, 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 I feel better because of it.
1: Yeah, you have to address and acknowledge and feel these things. Like for example, for anger, if you try to tell yourself that you're not angry, it actually gets stored in your body. A lot of times it becomes lower back discomfort. But so once you decide that really that it shows up in your body, uh, for lower back pains, usually like anger that you don't refuse to feel. So upper back, because of the solar plexus, it's like a funnel. The front of the solar plexus chakra is for expressing your emotions. The back of it is for suppress suppression. So if you suppress a lot of your emotions, you are likely to have upper back problem. In addition, for me, if I don't face myself, there's certain some truth I'm running away from because I don't want to feel it or face it, then you should get neck or shoulder discomfort. And if I need to ground, I don't ground too well, my legs are very uncomfortable in my hips. It shows up in your body. You can't But everybody's different. You want to know which part and why it shows up in your body. The body will tell you. I I did
0: not. I did not know that. That is crazy. That explains so much. Hmm. I have. How did you? I guess. How did you? Um. How did you learn about this? Like. How, how, how did you even
1: learn about this? It's crazy. Uh, some things, the information just come at the right time. And some of them I instinctively okay. just knew. And the parts I told you, I, I okay. just knew from a practice, which I suddenly know to do many years ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this okay. was a practice. I just like, felt like I should do this. I started doing. What I did was I just lay in my bed, relax my body, okay. and I start to feel like my feet, my knees, my legs, my hips, my chest, my shoulders, my hands, my arms, my fingers, my neck, my head. I didn't know that this was called body scan. I just naturally started to do that. And then one day I suddenly realized that discomfort in my body was related to how I was not facing myself or not acknowledging my anger or not being you ground it well and I start to test that to be sure I'm not fantasizing it okay. and after many, many tests I found that it's true for me then I realized there's a connection between that.
0: That is crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know you had you had um, recent not well, it wasn't well, I guess it is kind of recent you had tweeted a you have like an emotional um, guy 101 that um it's, it's like your tweets always pop up at the like best mm-hmm. times for me but i because i mean everything's a mirror so everything yeah. presents uh-huh. itself when it's supposed to and in your your practical steps um you you have you have uh said um i am i think i'm paraphrasing but just simply saying that i am not this emotion that i'm feeling you could be picking up on energy from mm-hmm. someone else. A lot of people don't know that sometimes we do pick up on the emotions of yeah, someone we else do. around us. Like we can tap into mm-hmm. that energy. Yeah. So and it's how. Go we ahead.
1: do that sometimes because uh, it's to fit in. We unconsciously reciprocate their feelings and emotions. Just to tell them that we're with them. Sometimes this happens on an unconscious level. So, you know, when we see someone sad, Mm -hmm. and then we duplicate that feeling for sadness, but that's not really ours. That's one way. The other way, for people who are empaths, they actually feel other people's sadness. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Those type of things happen. Uh And it's, it's strong, it's so strong.
1: It's by proximity I
0: remember when I was a child. I remember when I was a child, because um, I didn't even know I was an empath growing up. You just think um, that you're just sensitive um, and you don't know why, but you would pick up on your parents' energy or your peers' energy, and then, um, it wasn't until, I want to say like maybe two or three years ago, I fully um, understood um, what mm-hmm. energy was and that everyone has an has yeah. a vibration <laughs> and i like to i like to believe, yeah we cuz we we're, we're in a we're in an energetic um reality this is all just like a you know matrix simulation hologram but it's like a physical reality that we uh-huh. created for ourselves and everything and everyone is energy so you're going to tap into certain things like for example if you're watching a scary movie you're going to feel those emotions if you're watching a happy movie you know you're going to feel those emotions But I guess it's the holding yourself accountable to um, sitting and I guess, like you said, grounding yourself and just saying, okay, this energy isn't mine. How do I um, release it?
1: Yeah, you release it by realizing at that moment, this is not my energy. And since Emotions are energy in motion. Even if it's not your energy and you feel the emotion, that's not your emotion. You still feel it and release it. But it's good to consciously remind yourself. It is that conscious self-reminder. This is not my energy to take on. That really helps to release it. Because there's a sense of detachment when you say that. What you say to yourself it's like a spell, yeah, it it's is. like an intention, it's powerful. <laughs> Ooh, <that laughs> yeah, <is> powerful. <laughs> you just detach it's, from that, you know. It's, it's like the story with the anger. You said
0: that is
1: I don't believe in the story of the anger, and you go back to feeling your anger, and that story has mm-hmm. no power.
0: Mm doesn't have power over you it's like you you you're you're giving it power you're giving it power with the narrative that you're yeah. telling yourself about it
1: you're, you're the manifester
0: man <laughs> 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 this for real but people but people don't know but people don't know this like they like they don't know that they are these powerful beings i really noticed that like, the more you go through your journey, you realize that you have to hold yourself accountable for your creations, because at the end of the day, everything is a mirror. So if someone is triggering you, um, you have to ask yourself, why is this person triggering me? Okay, um, um, this person is triggering because as a child, um, I used to get bullied a lot. So I don't like when uh, a person does this. And you're self-accountable, it's hard. It's hard. People don't want to hold themselves accountable for their creations. It's easy just to blame um, Timmy and John or Susan for Mm -hmm. whatever's going on.
1: Yeah, people do that. That's that's very normal and natural. I used to do that too. When I was in the quote-unquote lower vibrational state, I used to blame other people. I have stories about people. But to be honest with you, I don't really know the people outside I me, mean, I only know their image, and I blame their image. I put their image into a story, and start blaming them, saying they're responsible for my Ooh. emotion. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: giving your power away. At exactly, that point, your power away completely. That is but wild. you're
1: still powerful when that happens like, because like the, the, you believe that, yeah. so it has power over you. I,
0: like like when, you, when you just say it out loud, you really realize how much power we give away to in yeah. daily things.
1: And imagine the number when you interact with people, the energy transfer between the people, emotional transfer. Go back and forth. Mm-hmm. So if you're aware of mm-hmm. these things and you consciously say, this is not mine to own and you detach from it and you feel whatever you feel and release, then you go on to the next moment, you start getting your power back more and more. You're in control.
0: Wow. It's fun. <laughs> that is It is because it's scary at first, but when you when you live when you live Uh moment by moment, um, and you're comfortable with feeling your emotions, like you said, it is fun. It it does become a game of okay. Normally, this would take me thirty minutes to an hour to fully you know feel, process, release. But um, I'm allowing myself this space to think, feel um and understand the root and like you said remind yourself hmm. i am not this energy that i'm adopting and you can you know transmute it and you know carry on with your day much quicker than you yeah than you, you break that
1: cycle like for example for many years i was upset and angry and i hated my parents for oh, years uh, I didn't understand that because so, finally when i you know work in shadow work i finally understood that and I felt those things and released it. And then I realized my mom was resenting her mom. <laughs> so <laughs> she was a saint. It could yeah. just pass down from generation to generation. I'm like, what the
0: <laughs> but- it you didn't know that till you did the work, so, yeah. was, that's
1: so I wouldn't have imagined what's happening. This thing was controlling me. I didn't know until I did the work and I realized that. And I was trapped.
0: Because we we're the mm-hmm. you yeah, yes, you, you were trapped. You were trapped with uh-huh. with yeah, the narrative. <laughs> i remember um for the longest um i would i I held resentment for my mom um because of you know lack of love or just not being you know nurturing but doing doing shadow work and doing inner child healing i um i realized like she was doing Uh the best that she could um she was under a certain um, vibration or frequency that um that allowed her to Uh exist in this space and she was doing the yeah. best she could. So it's it's just her programming. She was just reliving the yeah. programming. Like and just
1: repeating it day after day and believing it to be true and believing there's no other way. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: That is mad. But then you realize the more... Because it, it hurts your inner child um, and it hurts you the longer you hold on to that resentment. Because for example you can um attract a partner who mirrors um that part that you don't like or that you're rejecting or you can um attract people and only be attracted to people who don't um show you that no you're attracted to people who don't show you that love because you're you're mirroring that part of your mom like for me i would always go uh, in the past i would always go towards partners who didn't give me that love, or who were so or would just, you know, just leave yeah. me abruptly or didn't show me that love, but reject the people who actually did give a, a, a crap about me. And I didn't realize it was just that. Yeah, a lot of
1: times remember. we unconsciously look for people and situations and things that's similar to what we're used to. We look for familiarity. That's a sense of comfort, even if that comfort is based on pain and struggle and rejection. And we repeat that over and over Ooh. again. Yeah, it's messed that up.
0: That narrative.
1: <laughs> it's messed up.
0: Mm-hmm. That is is, is that a yeah. narrative messed, up, it up, is your
1: messed life. up. And then you <sighs> end up you end up like loving That's... those who abuse you and you abuse those who love you, because that's yep. a programming. You push them away, you're never gonna find mm-hmm. happiness because you're looking for familiarity, mm-hmm. looking for someone who rejected you. Like when you were younger, who didn't show you love, so you find the similar attributes in other women or other people. So you are not aware of you looking for that. Now this is just one side Now the other person mm-hmm. is looking for something from opposite direction Supposedly, if you get hooked up together, mm. that's called negative karmic relationship. Two mm. programs driven off each other to build a okay. system. And then if you, if you get married, your kids, your kids will be traumatized. You get passed this on to them. And then it goes generation after generation. It's fucked up, but it mm. happens. It's so often.
0: It is.
1: And we don't know it's happening. But you won't know this until you do inner work, shadow work, racial vibrations, healing, inner child healing and all that. You won't know these things. And you carry so much with you and your body suffers and you go through life unconscious, but it is what it is. Uh-huh. Does
0: the for the, for the two parents who are holding that that energy, I'm assuming that the child will adopt that energy just from being in the womb and hold that energy once they are birthed. Oh
1: my God, would you you're so, so aware, yes. Let's say if a mom was really, usually a lot of times she's insecure when she's having a baby. I have no proof of this. Yeah. But my teacher told me this. The mother having a baby, she's pregnant, but she's feeling a lot of insecurity. That C goes into the baby when the baby is born later on. In certain point of his or her life, if that C was activated by a certain external events, that baby can go into shock or like a total withdrawal and things. Yeah, it, it's in, it happens in the womb. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. That is so interesting. So it's it's really important. So if, if you really break it down, it's really important for each and every one of each and every one of us. Um, if you do choose to have a child, mm-hmm. or even just you for yourself, well, you you should do it for yourself. Um, but especially before you have children, just to make sure that both parents are in a um a vibration or healed. I we're always still healing, but. In a um, more aligned frequency where you have done the work to where that anger, resentment, those feelings aren't then um, transmuted to the child. And I just had a thought saying this um, maybe that's why the parent gets triggered yeah, when they see the child.
1: They do. That's very, uh, very aware. That is. A lot of times we, we get triggered. When we consciously see something in others that's within us unconsciously, it's a reminder. Mm -hmm. And then we get triggered, but we're not aware, so we blame the other person for it. But before they trigger us, the trigger's always inside us. That's our responsibility, not other people
0: yeah uh-huh exactly <laughs> I've noticed um I've noticed just being like just being like beams of light and just um holding like that, that that love energy and just embodying um source or you know the universe or you know whatever people um you know describe themselves as you will naturally attract people who are on the on a lower vibration who envy you or who wants to attack or project and i found it challenging this week um especially um, I, I really let it get to me um but you find it challenging that like how can someone be so hasty or nasty when you're just a, a being of love and you're just giving out so much energy and you're genuine like it's just it. sometimes that confuses me but you have to i guess um put a boundary up or yeah what i i
1: used to be one of them From my perspective, the reason why I I would be an asshole or be a dick to someone is because uh, inside, I accumulate too much bad stuff. I don't feel good about myself. I much lash out. So I'll find somebody with some reason and I'll put that on them so I can feel better about myself. My brother does this. He used to a lot. He would accumulate to a point And then when he can't handle it, he'll go find somebody, doesn't matter who or what reason. And then he will justify it, and then he will lash out at that person and release. And after he's done, he acted like nothing happened, and he starts accumulation process again. So it's really about them, it's not about us. It's their where they're at, the way they they need to do what they need to do to release these things. But that's not really our energy to own. The attitude is theirs, it's not ours. So if you're consciously aware, unless you have done something wrong within your responsibility, and that's yours to own. But even so, Mm -hmm. you do not own other people's emotions. You own what you did wrong to them. You
0: there's a difference there. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Yeah. You you own what you
1: did. Because you of own what you own did. Emotions. No, you don't. Damn. That's their emotion is their energy and motion in their body, not yours. That's not yours to own. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's about inner clarity to see what is happening when we interact with others. There's usually three things when you interact with others. Mm-hmm. First thing is that you have to be aware of your bad habits coming out, when you get triggers, when you immerse your emotions. Number two is the other, the other side, the other person. Number three is the interaction between you two can bring up new patterns. But if you're aware of these things and you know clearly at that moment which one is yours to own, which one is not, then you can set the boundary on the part that you're not Mm -hmm. supposed to own. You need clarity at that moment and then you can tell yourself within reminders, this is not mine to own. Then you detach from it and then you set the boundary outside, you tell them Mm -hmm. and you have done everything you could
0: mm-hmm' I've no- that's powerful. I've noticed that um yes yes, those who are on a spiritual journey we feel like we have to be um always take the high road, always you know take the positive route, but sometimes people really get yeah to, uh, you <laughs> like hey just <laughs> i <laughs> I don't I don't like your energy and I'm not I'm not uh um, yeah. willing to allow you in my space. So I love you, you know, you know, but
1: Yeah, you just got to tell them. Sometimes the quickest way to tell somebody is just tell them to fuck off. That's part of your boundary. Cuz some people depending on their experience that they'll react to that. So if you're all polite and all this to that you don't you don't go and directly tell them. They don't get it. It depends on the person, though. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: No, that's that's so true. Cause you can you can take the positive route, and some people might not, you know, do it. But sometimes you just like, look, I tried. You know, I'm not trying to be mean, but yeah, you got you got to move around, buddy. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <sorry. laughs> yeah, cause. You, you are the master of your energy and your vibration. Like, your, your peace and your peace of mind is, is your, your, your ultimate, you know, accountability and responsibility. And when it's just it's like you said, it's that boundary. You have yeah. to have boundaries because a lot of people will walk over you.
1: No, know. But when you meditate and you do reflection, you do inner work and shadow work, you child healing, you raise your vibration, they know. They don't come for you as much. It's really strange, but that's what I observe. It's like a like Ooh. a jungle rule. <laughs> the weak feel that it jump on you. Yeah. That's crazy. It's fucked up, but it happens. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. That's cuz I guess. I guess it's just a it's just a, a mirror aspect of it. Like like you said, you have that that strong mental of you know this is who I am. I don't care. You know who you are. They people will realize they can't tap into your energy, so they're gonna find somebody yeah, else. Yeah. They they know, like
1: for example, um, my dad. It's uh he's so weaker in terms of energy and his personality, but he's a very nice guy. Yeah. I respect mm-hmm. him and love him very much. But if you line him up with nine other people, those people who scams, the scam artists, when they see the 10 people, they'll take my dad. They know. Yeah. They look at a person. Yeah, they're used to it. They know so how to pick their thing. victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they are. Like voters. for example, if you're really really strong and powerful, someone who needs to lash out, unconsciously they see you, they're not going to fuck with you. They're going to find someone weak they can step over. They just pass by past you. They know.
0: <laughs> they're very mm-hmm.
1: smart on an unconscious level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like that, you, you, can feel, you can feel when not to fuck with somebody. Uh-huh. Like their energy is that you strong. You can feel
1: it just like the way they talk, the way they, their presence in the room. You just feel yeah. it, so you know what to say, or what not to say, whether you can fuck with them or not.
0: Mm-hmm. One thing I, one thing I have uh, I always questioned um, for those who. Let's say, like you said, you walk into the room and you're confident, you know, like your vibration is so high, um, instead of hating or just, you know, attacking, I've always asked myself, why don't you just ask the person, hey, I've noticed you're confident. I noticed that you're always in great mood. Like, how, how are you doing? <laughs> like, why? I guess
1: a lot of it's the conditioning and also ego. Yeah. Or comparison or jealousy, yeah. competition yeah. type of things. Uh-huh. What well, embarrassment, you know, just not used to asking for help, those type of things. That's image.
0: Damn. That is crazy. Yeah. It's just everything is just energy. Because for, for example, I'm always always um, very personal on this show. I, I, I believe in authenticity and just letting y'all out there. Like I for um, I had a mm-hmm. moment with my brother this week. Um, because you know our, our siblings are yeah um, getting on nerves <laughs> just as much as you a relationship. Know. Or, you know, or like, yeah, they really know how to trigger you. Yeah, <laughs> they really know how to trigger you. And i start, i started to i started to to understand some of my brother's like manipulation tactics or his 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 victim mask that he puts on. Is when I stop identifying with it or um, coddling him or just like entertaining that energy, he got even, he got pissed. Cause he's like, damn, why can't yeah. you take on my energy? Like, How come
1: you don't, don't take on my, my energy, 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 like energy like before? <laughs> what the fuck is going to
0: you? <laughs> Yeah, This, this being, being, being manipulative used to work, but this, yeah. this method isn't working it's anymore. critical what he does
1: next. If you start calling you crazy, then he's toxic.
0: <laughs> Yo, no, I've I, I got cursed out this week. It was uh, it was fuck yous and um, you don't okay. care. It's like okay. I do care, okay. but you're not willing. <laughs> really... Yeah, I just can't. Cause my piece and my vibration is the most important thing. You know, I can I can guide you and help you with um tools, yeah. to do the work, but you have to do the work. Like there's mm-hmm. no other way around it. It's no other way around. And I guess that it it it's it it tied to just protecting your energy at all costs and not accept what you accept what you tolerate.
1: Yeah. What you think you deserve a lot of times. Yeah.
0: (sighs) That is crazy. I wanna ask you this question though. Um I know that every we're in um some crazy times right now. Um I like to call it the the collective Mm -hmm. awakening, the great awakening. Um, For, you know, so many different souls, I've realized um, we need to be triggered um, in order to wake up. So whatever that's going on, um, sometimes it has to be too extreme um, to wake you up. And so I want to ask you, how are you uh, maintaining your vibration during during this
1: this time? time?
0: With so much the media fear. Yeah, I feel the it. Like, energy. for
1: example, I'm in Los Angeles. Right now, the collective in Los Angeles is anxiety, anger, sadness, mm-hmm. depression, confusion, and unsure. Yeah, but I don't take on that energy. I have my own, I have, I have energy boundaries and I feel the energy moving around in my body. So that's a reminder. Yeah, and I try to, what I realize is that the key to maintaining my high vibrational state is to be more and more who I am and to honor how I feel deep inside but this may look very different for Mm. a lot of people. For me, it's from moment to moment. Like for example, Mm. at this moment, how do I feel? And if what I say actually aligns with what I believe in, Mm. what I think, and what I say and do. Mm. So that's key. I realized. I have to be more and more who I am, Mm. honor my needs, know my feelings, know how I feel, and I don't go against that. And that helps keep me in my body, within my energy. But then I have to know when my inner wounded child comes out to play, want to attract more things from outside, I have to say no to that. Or when somebody tries to pass on their energy to me, I have to say no to it, things like that. Yeah, but what
0: I do is that, because I've noticed, I've noticed.
1: Uh, but what I usually do is that every day I'll spend a few. I'll just lie with my body, see how I feel, to so bring myself back. Uh huh.
0: Okay. So you're honoring, you're honoring how your body feels in that moment, and you see, you mentioned you touched upon something. Just, I have realized people are afraid to say no. So like, if something doesn't align with um who you are, you can say no. You don't have to. Yeah.
1: Feel. That's a really yeah. hard practice. took me a few years to do. I was a people pleaser for many years. Yeah, so because I was Same. afraid people Same. would not like me and reject me if I say no. So I try to please them and also mm-hmm. I was pleasing them for validation. So it took me about three, three to five years of practicing saying no. I would just keep saying no no matter how hard. I would try to say one no per day and I increased it two and three and four. Right. I just kept doing it. And, and eventually I was able to say no. But yeah, saying no is very important, especially if it doesn't resonate with us. It's not our vibration, it's not our yeah. mission. You know,
0: yeah. It's not. Yeah. Because you shouldn't feel forced to say yes. And like sometimes people will energetically bully you and be like, well, why? And it's like, I don't have to explain why. Yeah,
1: no I means you don't need to explain to why.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, this is my free will. Uh, I don't have to explain to you why I said, no, just, just no, I just don't want yeah, to. Yeah, like, for example,
1: there's this woman uh, who DM me. She sent me a tweet. And she wanted me to retweet her. And I look at her tweet. And I briefly look at her timeline for 10 seconds. Her energy was heavy. It doesn't resonate with my timeline. So I, I'm not mm. going to retweet that. So, so I told her saying that uh, mm. I don't do retweets, uh, DM request retweets. And I just, I say no to her. And then she came back and she came back mm. and say something like, uh, if you retweet me, you can help my following. So I just totally to ignore that. That's not my problem to own, not my energy. That's what you want. Yeah. I already say no. And then she came mm-hmm. back again and said, uh, uh, I guess you don't care. I won't bother you again. Goodbye. So I just ignored that. I was laughing. This is so good. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> That's all your stories, all your energy, all your desires. That is, and yeah. I say no. Yeah. And you totally ignore my no. You don't respect my no. You just keep going on with your stories. In the end, you play the victim to blame me. No, this is none of this is my wrong. Goodbye. I don't want to say anything to be the DM
0: But things like that. That's crazy. It's, it's it's manipulation. It's like guilty manipulation.
1: You used to be like that. It's natural. Until you do inner work and shadow work oh. and inner child healing and raising your vibration and self-love and all that, you won't realize you're doing all these things.
0: Yeah. That is so powerful. I For the longest, I would be a people pleaser. And it, it, you would just feel the, yeah. the, you just feel like you just have to say yes and like, hey, you want to go do this? And it's like, you know, uh, I guess. But deep down, you you don't really want to do They're it. So not. At, at that point, you're not honoring yourself and your, your inner being with being truthful. Like, hey, I I don't feel like going out today. You know? I'm not I'm not feeling the need to say sorry or not feeling the, the need to feel um, their emotions. Yeah, there. people this, this pleasing.
1: Not able to say no, that's a pattern. It's an old condition programming pattern but Mm -hmm. deep inside you know you want to say no but you can't but if you actually start to practice to say no you put in new energy to break that pattern the more you do the stronger this new pattern becomes eventually one day you'll break that pattern and then you have this new energy within then you create your own future
0: that is so it is
1: yeah it's all Ooh. up to you, you're so powerful. You decide what your future is gonna be like. Your intention, your practice, whatever you decide to do, that's what it doing. is. Whatever story you believe, that's gonna be your
0: reality. That is so true. I want, you, you said, when you said, when every time, like for example, when you yeah. said you were, you started with it just saying one no a day. So yeah. at that point, you're building that momentum in a, in a positive way to where it just becomes easy and natural.
1: Yeah, it, you have to
0: start something. All the journey
1: starts from the first step. So if you can say no once, you can say no twice, three times, four times, and you have a clear goal and intention, you want to honor how you deeply feel inside. So you start to practice saying no to change your life from the inside out. And when you start to say no, at first, they won't get used oh. to it, they'll pressure you, they try to use all kinds mm-hmm. of techniques, but you just keep doing it. And then they start to know they cannot get yeah. those things from you, you're not a doormat. They start to leave you alone, other people comes in. Oh my so that means God. whatever you change inside, the outside will gradually change. You control them. Yeah, Mr. You're Manifest. You're right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Richard is so sure. true when did I want I want to ask you when did it when did it hit you that you were the creator of your reality because that, that's like a whole oh, different that just came on this point. podcast I didn't
1: <laughs> I did never thought of that using that term but for this podcast it's just game that's mm-hmm.
0: that's wow wow because it's it's fun like we can't one thing I've learned in my journey is that we are here to experience um, feelings to the highest capacity, and when you're able to alchemize and heal through those, you then become um, yeah. a space to where you can help others. And I've um I've noticed um with my, with my journey um that early on it was you know you have your bumps and mm-hmm. you have your your heartaches and you know your your childhood trauma and wounds, but when you're able to understand why you went through that and and actually go through the healing process, it's beautiful because then it's like, damn, okay, I understand how that moment with my mom translated to this. Now I'm understanding why I view the world this way. And then it hits you, wow, I manifest my reality. So now I need to be conscious of what I'm digesting, and what I'm taking on, because I don't want to create a reality that I don't prefer. But if I am experiencing a reality I don't prefer, I can see that contrast and say, hmm, I don't like this, what I'm seeing. Let me turn the channel or let Mm -hmm. me choose a different time. time Using
1: a real life example, what your brother did with you this week, his manipulation did -hmm. not work like before. So he cuts you on, does this, so that. All his actions, his patterns, his programming, his triggers. These are not yours. Now, if you judge him, that judgment on you, that's yours, that you create in a world based on judgment Mm. and opposition and adversity, that's your conscious choice when you judge. But if you realize that you don't judge him, You have consciously chose love and light path for your for your reality. Mm. You, you decide oh, everything, wow. Richard.
0: I didn't think of it that way.
1: You're responsible for it, how you respond, how you react. But if you can consciously make these choices, then you create a conscious life. Yeah, it's up to you, man. You're so powerful. It's all wow. up to you. There's no one else.
0: It, there and uh, that is a uh, wow. It really becomes a um, yeah. a daily practice of being conscious of how are you telling your narrative, how are you telling your story but also how are you hmm. taking the information and energy that others give to you um, so that it, it, is, it does mm-hmm. mirror or vibrate um, peace and love. But you are, you are responsible for how you're yeah. choosing to react. Like, for example, your inner wounded child will look for a
1: partner who rejects you or doesn't give enough love. That's the programming on the wound. It has that tendency. Mm-hmm. But if you're aware of your inner wounded child, when you see a potential partner, your inner wounded child comes up and yeah, she's the one, and you're conscious of it, you say no, then you can change your destiny. You can find someone that doesn't match that, but someone who you you want and love. But you have to do a lot of healing and be very aware and conscious of the moment. Otherwise, You'll become karmic relationships.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've had plenty of those. I don't realize until you you out of that shit, man.
1: And we don't want to be their therapist, you know? It's a a romantic relationship. You're not their therapist. You're not their.
0: Oh,
1: man, you know? (laughs) No,
0: No. Your your, your your emotions and yeah. how you feel and your happiness isn't dependent on me. You know, it's not my responsibility to, to you know, give you that. It's right. my, you know, it's, it's yours. Your happiness is yours alone. I can, you know, bring you flowers or, you know, cook your favorite meal. But if you're not yeah. happy internally, then and if you If you have a lot of inner clarity, you start practicing, and you can get to a point
1: where you can experience your anger without blaming others and you can't feel your shame without shaming yourself. They call this a higher, the high emotional intelligence. That's the name they give given for it. Uh You're responsible for your emotion. You don't blame Mm -hmm. other people for it. High emotional
0: intelligence. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Ask yourself, why is this bothering me? Yeah. They're not they're not forcing me to feel this emotion. I'm choosing to feel this emotion. Why am I? Mm-hmm. What is what about this energy use as the opportunity well me, to why? examine
1: yourself. If you do it that way, then all kinds of energies and quote unquote negative emotions you will only drive you back within yourself and you understand yourself more and more and your awareness expands, your heart opens, your vibration raises, it changes the way you look at things. Yeah, it really does. It's beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. It is beautiful. I always ask my um guest on this last question, um, what is your message to humanity? Take
1: care of yourself, be who you are, honor mm-hmm. how you feel, you do it from your heart with passion and intensity and never lose who you are. Keep being you, you're beautiful. Yeah, keep, keep being, being you me. Richard, wow. I'll keep being me. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> We're beautiful and we're
0: powerful, we're yeah. powerful. And we are beautiful yes we are um yes we are in a practitioner this was such a lovely chat like this uh i'm so honored to have you on oh you're so
1: Seriously. welcome thank, thank you so you much appreciate so so you and your podcast
0: thank you so much for blessing it guys you are the creator of your own reality everything you think feel and say will reflect be kind be generous reflect love and, and and just compassion and respect for each other and like inner practitioner said do that fucking inner work man thank you guys for being on I'm inner practice